Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first and introductory mini-sode of the I Think It's a Classic podcast. Uh, my name is Tannis Gale, and I am joined by my forever co-host, John Brummer. John, how are you doing? I am doing great. How are you doing? I am awesome. I'm super stoked to get started on this show. Um, we've been working on it a little while, and... Uh, but before we uh, start talking about the show proper, um, let's go into how we met. Um, I think if I remember correctly, it was I was in sixth grade and you were in eighth grade at a, a youth group in the town we grew up in. Yes. Uh, I remember I had a I, I would bring like this big mesh bag of CDs everywhere, mostly because I was helping out with the uh, uh, there was a radio station in our town. And so I had a whole crap load of CDs on me, and you were asking me about them. <laughs> yeah, it was a little music. I just started getting into music like completely on my own, and all, all I knew that of music was whatever was on my dad's shelf, uh, whatever I heard on the car in the car on the radio or in my room, and uh, whatever Rolling Stone magazine had. So you had this. I remember it was like lots of Tooth and Nail Records stuff, and yeah, that. They uh, definitely sent us a lot of stuff for our radio show. And I just thought that was fascinating. I was like, how does this kid have all this music that's all his own? Like, and where did he get it from? How did he hear about this band and that? Like, who is Crux or, or, or Zayo? And what's this living sacrifice? Slick shoes? <laughs> like from Goonies? Yeah, well, a, a lot of it had to do with me not being really popular or having a ton of friends or interest of girls. I have a feeling that if I had grown up a little bit more athletic or uh, with the ability to um, uh, interest females, even in the slightest, I probably would not be as uh even close to as knowledgeable about music as I am. <laughs> yeah, you know, you had Star Wars, or I had Star Wars and you had music at that point, and that was just when I was kind of breaking off a little bit of like, okay, playing lightsabers in the backyard by myself ain't cutting it. I kind of want to be cool going into middle school. How do I go about <laughs> this? Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, 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 I guess I never really worried about what was cool. I just, you know, I kept looking for sounds that, that, you know, made me that, that had me, you know, interested in them. Um, yeah, I, I never got into Star Wars. I, I never had a, a lot of those nerdy things. For some reason, though, I knew everything that was available about music. If, if I read, it was about music. It was about bands that I liked. Um, I even though by that time I was starting to, um, and actually, you know what? I think I was in ninth or tenth grade, and I think you must have been in seventh grade. Did they mix the middle school? Because you were only two years above me. Yeah, I think it. It was. It was. Some Sunday function. Yeah, we, that was the only time that we talked. 
Oh, okay, yeah, that's right, because we didn't go to Wednesday youth group together, definitely. Those were definitely a separate thing for the middle schoolers and high schoolers, so, but yeah, okay. Yeah, it had to be Sundays or whatever, and maybe a little bit in that crossover area before you went into high school. Yeah, uh... Yeah, you just fascinated me. I thought that was the coolest, like, I had never heard really of punk rock or anything of the such, and... You know, beyond beyond grunge and what Rolling Stone had told me about quote unquote grunge. You know, I really liked Nirvana when I was a kid and still do. Um, yeah. Pearl Jam, not so much. And Alice in Chains has kind of grown older to me over the years, but Nirvana's always stuck. So a lot of that, you know, I, I that yeah, was my I, only I introduction. I kind of have that same opinion on those um, bands, too. Pearl Jam is very, very, very miss for me. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few hits. Uh, Alice yeah. in Chains. They fall under that category of like, I don't think they're bad. I just don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, I they do not get much of my vitriol. It's just you know when I when I hear like a couple of our old buddies talking about how great Pearl Jam is, I'm like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, I just they're they're not bad, but I don't listen to them. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I will always be grateful to Alice in Chains for the album Dirt. That was a huge album in my late elementary, early middle school years. Um, yeah. The one that I really got into was, uh, the self-titled one. Wasn't it self-titled with a dog with three legs on the cover? Either that or it's, I don't think, I think it's self-titled. It's the one with Grind and Heaven Beside You on it, which is, Heaven Beside You is like one of my favorite uh no i'll stay away was on uh i think it was on sap oh that's right that's right uh but, so yeah that anyway beside you oh good stuff but, i um, think people people understand where we kind of you know the beginnings of where we met the the my my favorite part about us kind of really becoming friends was i'm standing in parker hall at oak harbor high school and I looked down, which was the lunchroom. Yes, yeah. that, it, it was a lunchroom slash, you know, Auditorium. theater slash uh, whatever. It's where we did a lot of our congregating. Yeah. And uh, I look over and I see this kid walking from the main school hall into Parker Hall. And he's wearing a Limp Biscuit is better than everyone t-shirt and I went holy shit yeah I think I saw that kid oh shit (laughs) I went I I met that guy once he was cool when I met him what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know any better I lost touch with you you could have prevented all this had we stayed friends had you kept going to church John (laughs) I'm sorry I'm a heretic okay (laughs) But yeah. yeah, and uh, you, you, yeah, I remember um, my, I, I made friends with these uh, dudes that went to the other middle school on the other side of town, you know, Chris and Mike, and uh, mm-hmm. I remember uh, them telling me about these, one of them telling me about, oh, dude, I got these hilarious dudes in my class that are, they're juniors, and they're like into hella cool music and stuff. Like, check out this band they showed me called Botch. They made me, like, a mix CD with, like, Botch and something else. And I was just like, oh, that's cool. I wonder who these guys are. And I found out one of them was you, and I was so fucking jealous. <laughs> I was beyond jealous. I was like, no, I met him years ago. What the? Why can't I have a class with that guy? No, John was cool. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, honestly, I think you're like the only person who ever thought that I was that cool. You know, it was funny, <laughs> and I was completely ob- like oblivious to how uncool you were, like yeah. until after high school. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, I was just be like, yeah, John Brummer, you know? People are like, oh yeah, John, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> Aren't you getting excited right now? I'm gonna <laughs> hang out with him later. You should be stoked for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I was not cool. Yeah, to me, you were like Spicoli meets the uh, Judd Nelson's character from The Breakfast Club. You were just oh, all yeah? that cool shit rolled into one. I was like, oh, this guy just knows uh, everything. Well, and, and you know, to be fair, like, the, the friends that I did have when, you know, I started bringing you around, they're like, well, this kid's, uh, he's a couple of years younger than us. And I'm like, he's cool. Give him a chance. I'm like, I don't know. He's... He's not going to be that cool, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> He's the Limp Bizkit yeah. guy. Can... So, so I can't blame them for assuming, like, no, this guy's going to be trash, you idiot. Well, the, the thing, though, was, is that you, like, ended up, you know, in our deep circle of friends. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, to this day, nowadays, like, when I, you know, talk to people, they're like, oh, dude, have you talked to Tannis? Man, that guy was fucking awesome. No. So, you know. Yeah. Like, like you talk to Tannis, he still owes me twenty dollars. <laughs> well that happens too, but he said I'm he was gonna get to groceries, but I just saw him walk to my neighbor's house and buy weed. <laughs> uh seventeen year old Tannis, a moron. Um, yeah, that's fun times. <laughs> but uh yeah, we ended up rekindling our friendship in high school and then um I remember it was a big moment for me after I started hanging out with you guys. Uh, there was a little band from California that you had been listening to that blew my mind. I had never heard anything so frantic. I'd never heard songs so short, but so fun and weirdly dancey at times, but so heavy and ferocious. And uh, yeah, that band was The Locust, and you invited me to go see them with Erebon Radar and Teen Cthulhu, I think, up at the show-off gallery in Bellingham. A venue oh, that I don't think is know- around anymore, is it? I don't think it is either, but you you saying the name of I could not for the fucking life of me remember what the name was. Oh, the show off gallery? Yeah. Oh, I remember. This. I thought you were gonna yeah. say the show box and I was ready to jump in and be like, we did not see them at the show box. <laughs> no, I wish oh. I still had pictures from the disposable camera I had of that show. Not realizing how like today nowadays I realize how much of a dick move this was. So anybody with your phones nowadays, or if you have a disposable camera, put your goddamn finger over the flash. I was seriously in those guys' faces taking picture with the fucking flash on. And I'm remembering those pictures turned out great, but then I realized after being in a band myself, like, oh my god, I was doing that to people? Oh no. You know, I I don't know if it's just the bands I'm in never get pictures taken of us or what, but I, that has never been a uh, issue of mine. You're always behind the drum kit. I guess I'm always behind the drum kit, but also, you know, when I close my eyes, there's so many lights anyway. It it just doesn't it doesn't bother me. <laughs> so, you know, how about this? Let's let's tell the audience to kind of be mindful, but if you forget, you know, one or two probably isn't going to get you murdered, but then shut that shit off. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we don't need need to be all Jack White on you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, oh. phone etiquette, folks. But um, yeah, that was yeah. a big deal for me. That show was just blew my mind. I had never heard music like that, or even thought it existed. Like, 
that was just that was kind of just short, noisy, kind of power violencey, grindy, but then just dancey songs. Like, I, I yeah, that was a great show. That was a great band. That was a great time. Um, yeah, was, I actually don't remember too much about it. I do. I even rem. I just it. It was one of those, you know how sometimes when you're younger, you do something for the first time and you really remember it? That's how that show is. For me. Well, I remember, like, I was I remember walking around with Phil. I remember Arab on radar, like, and I was the only one of us that thought they were any good. <laughs> yeah, I did, not, I did not care for Arab on radar. I remember standing outside going, oh, fuck, when is this going to get over? Um, but I remember we were outside and we we're standing there and Phil's like, dude, there's Gabe there's justin i remember and i was actually i was so surprised but high by how small those guys were like the only one who was actually had any kind of height on him was uh justin pearson and he was <laughs> tall and skinny but the other guys were all about my height i'm a very short man you know for everyone who doesn't know me which is most of you <laughs> yeah um, you're, you're, you're not tiny but you're, you're not tall at all I am not tall. <laughs> <laughs> I am a not tall man. But yeah, the, you know, I remember also the ter with those guys and the, the fashion at the time also blowing my mind, seeing those dudes in such skinny jeans and the small girl shirts with these studded white belts and these like <laughs> oh, weird... Oh, and the blow it out your head haircuts? Yeah, yeah the Nikki Six haircuts, but no makeup, no makeup. Yeah. Um, and, and the term Spock rocker being thrown around, which cracked me up. Yeah, that was good times. <laughs> but yeah, that show just, um, that was a huge moment for me, and I still thank you to this day for inviting me along with that. Uh, yeah, that was a great... hooligans to that awesome show. <laughs> that was, I mean, well, the other, the other guys that were with us, uh, we had been to a bunch of stuff before, but, you know, you kind of got entered into... The uh the the pantheon of the rest of the times we'd head up to Seattle or Bellingham or wherever we were going, and I'm sure your thought was like, yeah, Tannis is all right, and it's more gas money. <laughs> yeah, except nobody ever gave me fucking gas money. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I mean, no, I think I always got guilted into it. Ah, uh, no, I no, ponied up no. often. I remember. I don't think so. I don't think because I, rem I... I remember Mr. Z was the one that was always, well, uh, nope. I bought the beer last time. I was, uh, I did this. Nope. You owe me a pack of cigarettes still, so I am not giving you get like no. He I always had I... plans, and he was slick. Yeah, I think uh, I think in high school most of the the gas money was fronted to me by my mother. <laughs> um. But well, yeah, nobody well, else. I didn't have gas money, <laughs> I guess, but I always had a, a dollar or two to buy a cigarette off of you. Yeah, that 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 too. You you did that. So uh, um But yeah, yeah, after that, we uh moved into our first place as roommates before we moved into our first place as lovers. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we had that, tons of experiences there that'll give... Just saying that right now will give lots of basis for us saying, oh, at the old apartment when... That was our first place. And we're going to bring yeah. it up a lot. Yeah, it, it gets show. brought up a lot because there was a lot of stuff that happened there. Yeah. I uh, 
impregnated my first uh my first woman who got pregnant there and <laughs> i mean i guess i should say my only woman who yeah, got i was about pregnant to say <laughs> and that's how i ended up with my son for all of you who don't know how that works <laughs> and i for one am not going to incriminate myself on recording with anything that went on there that i don't end up accidentally bringing up during the course of an episode <laughs> yeah. oh good lord yeah but yeah um that's kind of how we met and we've just been friends ever since um yeah 1997 or so and yeah, we wanted to God, that's been go ahead. It's been what, 23, 24 years now? Yeah, 22. Jesus. But yeah, it's that's it's insanity. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's it's crazy. I, I feel really old today. <laughs> you look really old most days. So <laughs> I was I was talking to a buddy of ours and uh, his nieces and nephews were all like four or five when we were in high school and he was telling me about how one's like 22 and the other one's 20 oh now. and how the youngest and... one like works at the shipyard or something i'm like oh he has a better job than me yeah <laughs> that three-year-old I, that I, I used to toss around has a better job than me whoops yeah i i uh, <laughs> Good job I really old today. <laughs> and then he brought like i said something about you know in the last 13 years since my son's been born and he goes your son's 13 i was like yeah we're old <laughs> like, it's crazy but you know that's how it happens it is true it is true but um man yeah the, i mean all this all these experiences that we've shared all the concerts going experiences that we've shared and partying experiences that we've shared road trips, whatever, have always involved music, and that's kind of why we wanted to start this show to talk about the albums that we love so much, because we both have a, real, a big mutual love for the music we enjoy being the most arrogant about. I agree. And, yeah, I just, I'm really excited to have all of you hear these episodes, and we've been really excited to uh, record this first block. Um, but before we get into talking about what our first review episode will be, uh, John, what have you been listening to lately? Lately? Well, right now, there's enough King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard for me to probably never listen to another band again. <laughs> um, they, they just keep popping out all this stuff. I, uh, I'm very excited. I bought a ticket to see them at the Aragon Ballroom in Chicago coming up in August. Um, I am excited for this band. They are probably my favorite band right now. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Pretty much too much for me to, I don't know. I mean, there, there's some other bands. Uh, Pup is a band that has really like gotten taken or gotten my attention over the last couple of years. Their newest album is pretty awesome. They pretty much follow the same trajectory that they have for the last two albums great poppy songs great hooks angry as shit um and so there's not a lot of bad that i can say there um other than that you know that i i seem to to always discover older music uh that i had before that i forgot to put into my most recent itunes library um so 
you know, that that stuff kind of makes its way back. Uh, there was an album by the Aquabats that was really fun that I used to listen to with my kid when he was around six or so years old. Mm-hmm. And um, that got he brought that up, uh, especially since they're playing in like two weeks. And uh, so we started that got back in my library because it's a fucking fun ass record called Charge. Um, but yeah, what about you? Um, Black Mountain just put out a new album called Destroyer that I am enjoying immensely. Uh, that band just seems to get better and better with every album and refining their sound more. And I, yeah, I, I just like being happy with something. You're like, oh, this band has a new thing. I haven't heard them for a while. Let's see how it goes. Oh, okay, they're still great. It was one of those albums. Yeah, it's it's really nice when a great band still puts out great stuff. It really sucks when, you know, a band that you spent time invested in puts out something and it's just like, this is garbage. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been having a... a I, I'm... Never mind. I don't want to get into it here. We're talking about stuff that I've been listening to. <laughs> like, um, well, what? Wait, just say it. Just say it, man. Just come out with it. Stop hiding from me. Tell. Let's talk about your feelings. All right. So the Murder City Devils EP that came out a couple years ago, I really liked yeah. it when it first came out. I listened to uh-huh. it the other day, and I'm like, well, these songs are good live. Like, I, <laughs> I just couldn't. I don't know. There's one, there's two songs that I still really like, but for the most part, I'm just like, this isn't very good. Like, it's kind of disappointing. And I think everybody that didn't like it at first was right. <laughs> that it was I, just, I still have never listened to it. I mean, it's, 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 they, it's, they, it's like they did a noise rock EP kind of almost. And it's, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Huh. I just, anyway. Yeah, it was just yesterday I was listening to it, and it was like, oh, oh, huh. Okay, I guess I don't like this that much. And I was listening to it again, because I will be seeing them next Saturday. With the dark... Where, where are they playing at? They're playing at the Vera Project with the darkness. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah, isn't that rad? <laughs> that is pretty rad. Hell yeah, dude. 18-year-old me would be, like, shooting through the roof. Yeah. Well, I remember we used to wake up, like... A lot of mornings and just blast. I believe in a thing called love. Oh, dude, that, yeah, that good times. 2003 was a good year for all of us, man. Yes, <laughs> that was, it was that was the year yeah. of that. Oh man, what a blast! Um, but also, the band Elder put out like a. Uh, I guess it's an EP. It's only four songs, although they're kind of lengthier songs. The band Elder put out this uh, album called Silver and Gold Sessions, and it's just four almost. Have you ever heard Elder, John? Have I heard Elder? I don't think so. They're kind of um, a more um, not proggy in the noodly dream theater sense, but kind of more of a proggy doom metal band. And that's not doing them justice. They're far better than that descriptor. Hmm. But um, they released this four-song EP that is almost like instrumental soft rock in a way it's like doomy soft rock i don't i you know i'm trying to put labels on things i'm having trouble describing but i just absolutely love it like i've been listening to it every morning on my way to work is like oh yeah this sets me in the right mood like 
ah, ah, it's, hmm. it's just, it's, it's pretty great. And actually just talking about it right now, I was literally just thinking, oh, hell yeah, I'm totally going to listen to that when we get done recording. Because my and vacation what album? just started. Elder? Elder. What, what album? Uh, Silver and Gold Sessions, I think it's called. I could be getting the title wrong. It could be Gold and Silver Sessions. I am putting that in my library. It's it's I I like it. And there um if you like that you should check out the album Reflections of a Floating World. It is one of my favorite albums of 2017 by far. Uh well anyway, also I've been listening to Davila 666's uh Ten Bajo. That album is just phenomenal and I summers always seem to bring on a garage rock mood with me and um Ever since it came out, I still have not been able to put down the Daughters album. Um, oh, gosh. Where did my Google's docs? I forgot the name of You Won't Get What You Want. The album You Won't Get You Want by Daughters. I still can't put down ever since it came out. Yeah, that's a great album. Gives it a that... li- give it a listen every single week. And sometimes it works. And sometimes I'm like, why did I do that to myself? But I always go back for more. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good. It's a very... In terms of interesting albums, uh, it's probably one of the most interesting of the last five years. And I'm completely confident in saying that album is definitely destined for a review on this show at some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely would say so. Yes. Well, speaking of reviews, John, uh, why don't you tell the audience what our first review episode is going to be on? The first review episode is going to be Bex Odelay. Hell yes. Um, we wanted to pick this album because we figured it would be a good introduction to us and uh, wouldn't scare a lot of you listeners off with, uh, you know, kind of picking something everybody kind of knows one way or the other. I've definitely heard songs of throughout the years if you're not familiar with the entire album. And, yeah, uh, and yeah. I, I think we, we definitely like to have a lot of uh, uh, variety. It, it is kind of funny, the first, what, we've done eight episodes so far right um in those episodes there isn't a lot of what we you know is our main type of music that we listen to um and it shows it it's nice to show that we do have variety and what we think is great and yeah and i think bex odelay is perfectly emblematic about that it's just a, a really genre bending um strange but very accessible the uh pop uh, accessible pop record uh for how strange it can be at times and i think it's just a perfect mission statement for us as a show (laughs) for us as a show and yeah yeah so we really uh Thank you guys for listening to this episode, and we really hope you'll uh, pop in next week to check out Bex Odelay. Um, we thank you all for listening, and uh, John, do you have anything else to add? I, I don't. I, I just really hope that everyone likes what we have to offer, and they you know, give us lots of likes and uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and wherever else they're listening to the podcast and um, anything else. About, I, I'm not sure exactly what all other socials we are going to be uh, frequenting. Yeah, we're kind of getting that covered over this weekend. We wanted to knock out this little uh, episode so we can get started publishing and uh, get this out to y'all. So. Yeah, so yeah, uh, however you're listening to us, you know, subscribe to us. 
write us a review. Um, we look forward to providing you with hours of entertainment talking about our favorite music. Yeah, or if you have a suggestion of an album or a question about anything we might have said on the podcast, please feel free to email us at thinkclassiccast at gmail.com. That's thinkclassiccast at gmail.com. Well, all right, John. Um, why don't we play our little outro song, and for the one and only time on the podcast, we'll directly tell the audience that uh, the song that we'll be uh, listening to in and out of episodes is a wonderful song by John's old band, The Jezebel Diary, um, and it's called Ribbon Candy. So I'd like to thank John and his old band for letting us use this. You're welcome. I mean, we are welcome. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much, everybody. For me, for John. Um, Y'all have a good night, and uh, goodbye. Goodbye! Nice. Nice, nice, nice.